<sighs> Do you hear that? That's the sound of a breakthrough. And you can have one too when you start working with a therapist. See what therapy can do for you at betterhelp.com super. Hey brother! Did you know that in Ratatouille, the five-star chef, Auguste Gusteau's names, first and last, are actually anagrams of each other? And if you break each of the names down, Auguste in French means they taste like or tastes of. And Gusteau comes from the Italian gustoso, which translates to tasty. So his name actually translates to tastes of Tasty, which is a perfect name for a chef and also a perfect way to describe today's theory, which is oh so delicious. So, question. When you're watching Ratatouille, has it ever bothered you that if not for the unbelievable discovery that Remy can control Linguini with his hair, then the plot could never happen? Like, it is just super duper lucky for them that this works out this way, because as you may know, being a human yourself, that's uh, not how humans operate. As much as it might seem like sometimes people are being controlled by a rat pulling on their hair, uh, you can't do that. You can't just pull someone's hair and control them. I mean, you could probably like make them scream because you know, pulling your hair actually really hurts. But certainly you cannot control people like puppets. Well, I'm pretty sure. Well, fret no more, dear viewer, because today's theory hopes to explain this very unusual behavior as well as reveal one of Gusteau's biggest secrets and the key to his success. Today, we reveal how much like his son Linguini, Gusteau also had a pet rat who was pulling all the strings. Okay, so did legendary chef August Gusteau have a rat hiding underneath his hat the entire time, helping him become the greatest chef ever? I've seen this theory floating around before, but I've never put too much stock into it. But I have to admit, the more I dig into it, the more it almost has to be the case. I mean, it makes literally everything make sense. So let's just start with some background. As the movie opens, we learn almost immediately that Gusteau is considered the best chef in Paris, and Paris is where the best food in France is made, and France is where the best food in the world is made. So, math, 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 boom, Gusteau is the greatest chef on Earth. But it doesn't stop there. He's actually extra impressive because he's not just the best chef on Earth, he's also the youngest chef ever to receive a five-star ranking for his restaurant. And what is that? Can we see under his hat in this picture? Zoom in, zoom in, enhance, enhance. Okay, I am at the desk now, where as you can see, I have frozen the movie and zoomed in on the scene in question. This is the only point in the movie where you can see Gusteau's hat not firmly attached to his head. And you can pretty clearly see this gray shape right here. Now, obviously you can't make out like a super clear rat right here. That would be way too easy, but the gray shape does exist. Not only that, but check this out. It's pretty easy to discern what space the rest of the hat should take up right here. That's the circle that makes up the bottom of the hat. And this is the top of his head right here. But that means there is this section of unaccounted for gray matter right here. This should not exist. All right, back to the chair. Now, I get it. It's hard to draw conclusions when you're zooming into the pixel level of an image that's already being presented as artificially grainy because it's being seen through the lens of an old TV. But hey, what do you want me to do? I mean, it's not like the movie provides us with a DNA test or something. <laughs> oh wait, yes it does. 
This is a big one. As the movie progresses, we learn that unbeknownst to Linguini, he is actually the son of Gusteau, at least according to the letter left to Chef Skinner by his mother. And this is apparently really bad news for Chef Skinner, who is trying to rebrand the entire Gusteau image into a Chef Boyardee-style line of frozen foods, and he'll lose control of the restaurant and the name if this turns out to be true. So, in order to check that the claim is real, his lawyer suggests that he obtain a DNA sample from Linguini to run against a hair he finds on Chef Gusteau's old hat. But really, Linguini has no idea any of this is happening, so if they don't run the DNA test and they don't confirm it, then nothing can actually happen, so this is actually kind of bad advice if you ask me. Either way, after the test does eventually come back, the lawyer reveals he actually had to send it back to have it redone because the first time it came back as rodent hair. Because the first time it came back identified as rodent hair. And Skinner, who is literally in the middle of having a mental breakdown about rats at that moment, immediately jumps to the same conclusion we do, that the rat hair came from Remy. And yet, we never actually see Skinner collect a hair from Linguini. The only hair he ever gives him is this one, the one from Gusteau. And you might think, well, he must have just collected the hair off screen, and yet we see him tempt Linguini into giving up a different form of DNA when he offers him wine in his office later that night. You would have to be an idiot of elephantine proportions not to appreciate this 61 Chateau Latour. Thus giving Skinner access to Linguini's saliva. Gross. Gross word. So, if we backtrack a little, the hair that came back from the DNA test didn't come from Linguini, meaning it had to come from Gusteau. Meaning it was his hair that must have had some rodent hair on it. And why would there be rodent hair on his hair? Because, just like his son, he also had a rat under the hat. Dr. Seuss's less popular book. But speaking of which, if Gusto also had a rat under his hat like Linguini, then it helps offer a more acceptable explanation for how Remy is able to control Linguini with his hair. It's not just random luck, it's literally a genetic trait that has been passed down from father to son. It's meant to be. It's a unique family skill that allows them to be superior chefs. Because it allows them to work with the rats who seem to have an innate ability to cultivate amazing flavor. And I say amazing, but what I mean is out of this world flavor, because both father and son find themselves on a rocket ship to the top of the Parisian food scene, which as a reminder, again, is basically the top food scene in the world. And they do it in almost equally impressive ways. I mean, Gusteau, again, is the youngest five-star chef in history. And his son, after just five days in the kitchen, is able to change the opinions of everyone in the city about Gusto's restaurant? Fifth time. Monday was my first time. <laughs> I mean, hey, like father, like son, right? No, not right, because we happen to know the entire story on Linguini's side of things, and we know that he is not responsible for his own success. And hey, speaking of food, now we need to take a quick break to thank today's sponsor, Factor. Because this spring, we all need convenient, nutritious meals to help energize us for the warmer days ahead. We need fuel for those active days to keep us on track and focused on our goals. For example, for the past month here at Super Carlin Brothers over on our Discord community, we've been having a step competition, meaning I have been walking like crazy and you cannot believe how much energy it requires. I feel like I need to eat like twice as much. Seriously, in the past seven days, I've got a total of 183,000 steps. That's an average of 26,000 steps a day, so. 
Well done, self. And Factor makes it so easy. My meals are just ready in two minutes with no prep, no cleaning, no chopping. You just heat it up and eat. They even have customizable meal plans with lots of options for different lifestyles and goals from keto to calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and protein plus. And no matter which of those might appeal to you, they put ingredients in them that will keep you satisfied all day long. The other big benefit to Factor is how much you will save on takeout. Like if you're walking as much as me, you want to spend a lot of money on eating out because it's gonna be so much easier, but that wastes a lot of money. Factor cuts down on that a ton. It just makes it so much more affordable. And on top of that, if you head over to factormeals.com super 50 right now and use promo code super 50, you can get 50% off your first box. One more time, that is promo code super 50 at factormeals.com super 50 to get 50% off your first box. Link is in the description down below. What I'm trying to say is Gusto and Linguini's stories seem to parallel each other, but we know all of Linguini's story, which means what happened for Gusto? Well, it brings me to this scene, Linguini's first night at the restaurant where he's trying to make a sauce by himself with no help and has a catastrophic results. <laughs> so with no help, he makes exceptionally bad food. The question is, do we have any examples of Gusto making exceptionally exceptionally bad food? And the answer is surprisingly yes. Sweetbread cooked in a seaweed salt crust, cuttlefish tentacle, dog rose puree, gooey duck egg, dried white fungus, chauvy licorice sauce. Yeah, it doesn't sound very good, does it? In fact, they even say that Gusto himself acknowledged it was a dud. That recipe was a disaster. Gusto himself said so. For what it's worth, I know some people enjoy sweet bread, and I'm sure it's done well in some places, but I think they were going out of their way to choose a bunch of really bad flavors here. In any case, I suspect this is one of the dishes Gusto came up with without help, hence its horrible nature. That said, Remy is still able to fix the dish with some sort of like orange raspberry sauce he puts on right at the last second as it's going out the door. And I guess it works because suddenly the entire restaurant is ordering the sheep stomach. Yum. But I bring all that up because the fact is Remy has zero background to be going on. He's watched some cooking shows, sure, but in the moment, he's never relying on that kind of information. He's not bounding himself to conventional culinary rules. He's just cooking what he knows will taste good in the moment because he decides it's so. And it's quite a talent because again, with zero training and no experience, he drops quite literally into the middle of a would-be five-star restaurant, identifies a botched soup and immediately fix it. And it's literally the best thing the restaurant full of trained chefs has made in over a decade. It's come back, it's popular. That is the power of having a rat help you. Instant meteoric success, which Linguini and Gusto both have. Gusto having a rat companion also helps explain the origin of his own cooking catchphrase, anyone can cook. Which, as I'm sure you know, the antagonist of the film, Anton Ego, finds inaccurate and almost personally offensive. I, on the other hand, take cooking seriously, and no, I don't think anyone can do it. In fact, it seems like it's this phrase alone that seems to spur on his continued disdain for Gusteau. How could it be? 
popular. Because he can scoff at him all he wants, but no one gets to a five-star restaurant if their food doesn't actually taste good. So at some point, Ego is risking his own credibility by saying the food isn't any good. Ultimately, however, we know that Ego eventually embraces the idea and realizes that its true meaning isn't that anyone can cook, it's that a good cook can come from anywhere or any background. Colette actually points this out herself earlier in the movie when she runs down the other cast of the kitchen and all of their various backgrounds and claims at the end of the day, they're actually all artists. So you see, we are artists. But I think Gusteau himself was able to land on this in such an early stage in his career because he himself was being assisted in the same way Linguini was by a rat companion. Even narratively, I think it just makes more sense. I mean, otherwise, what is even the point of Linguini being Gusto's son? Just that it puts some legal pressure on Skinner? Because don't forget, Linguini can't cook. It's not like he's Gusto born again or something, and thanks to his amazing untapped cooking skills, he's able to come in and save the restaurant. If he doesn't luck into finding Remy that night, that's pretty much it. Although I guess it's not entirely luck, is it? I mean, Gusto himself does guide Remy to the restaurant on the very night Linguini started. But at this point, I want to bring it back to names because we open talking about how Auguste Gusto means taste of tastiness. It's a very clever name and not the only one in the movie. For example, Remy's brother Emile's name is clearly meant to reference a meal that you eat. And it doesn't end there. Do you know what Linguini's mom's name was? It's Renata. And Renata actually does mean born again. Wow. Then there's Remy, whose name also starts with R-E as in again. So re-me, like me again. That's one way to look at it. But then you can also look at the actual etymology of Remy's name, which means oarsman? Hmm. Well, I guess, I guess he is sort of rowing at the, the beginning of the movie. But no, that's not it. Remy also means remedy, as in the fix. So Linguini is just Gusto born again, and Remy is the remedy to his poor cooking skills. But if Linguini is Gusto born again, and Linguini can't cook, then it must mean that Gusto himself also couldn't cook. At least not until he too partnered up with a rat. Ben, my question for you and everyone else is, what do you think his rat's name was? I mean, wouldn't it be cool if it was also like an anagram, like instead of rat, it was tar, or um, wait a minute, art. But guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. As always, don't forget to leave a like on if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Pixar theory action from us. If you wanna see how the old lady at the beginning of Ratatouille is actually Anton Ego's mom, you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, Ben, until next time, I will see you in another Life Brothers.